Welcome to Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. I'm your host, Pam, and every episode I'll be bringing you conversations inspired by real life situations. I believe that sharing our experiences is one of the best forms of connection, community, and therapy. Join me on this journey with a glass of wine, a full heart, right here on Elevate, the podcast. Hey, 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 it's Monday and it's another episode of Elevate the Podcast. I am Pam here and this is kind of like, okay, obviously it's not going to be as funny, but this one is a comedy. When is it too far? Basically, I wanted to talk about this because um, first of all, I have booked a lot of comedy shows this year. Um, I used to, so okay backtrack. I love Kevin Hart. And um, I I know that he's coming in October and I saw that. So I booked it. Also, he is coming with Chris Rock doing a tour, which I am booked for in July. And also Chris Rock was coming. So I was like, I might as well preview this, you know, because everybody's talking about the Will Smith slap and everybody was anticipating that he was going to talk about that too. And I'll get to that in a second, but also like long weekend in August, my cousin called me to get some comedy show tickets. So I'm like, okay, you know, like life is back to normal kind of, and shows are opening up and let's do this. Let's go and venture off. So like I booked a bunch of stuff. I'm sure you heard in the previous podcast, I booked concerts and shows and date nights, but comedy was one of them. So let's go back. Chris Rock was doing the tour, the ego death of the ego. I think that's what it was called tour. We went, uh, last weekend, Saturday, saw a couple of hubby's friends there and we all watched the show together in, I don't even know what it's called anymore. They keep changing the name, ACC, Scotiabank, whatever. It's one of those. And so we sat in the restaurant and we watched the show. The opening guy was pretty funny, but he was pretty crude. Um, he had some real like racial jokes and like stereotyping of different ethnicities and what they do for jobs and he had some stuff talking about some things people do in their bedroom time that, you know, it was a little, sometimes it crosses the line. But then Chris Rock came out and I really respect him because he came out and everybody and their mothers were waiting for this this story of the Will Smith slap. And let me again backtrack to say that when we got there, our phones had to be turned off not only turned off, but they put them in a case that was locked and we could not touch them until the end of the show when they unlocked it. 
And it was pretty cool because it was a good experience because you had no choice but to be present. You couldn't even check your Apple Watch. One of uh, Kevin's friends were concerned about their steps not being logged. And I said to him, like, hey, even though they're not in the Apple Watch, like, it's still happening in real life. You know that, right? So, like, it's okay if we miss it. We're so attached to these devices that we need them. So, anyways, you got to really be present to the show that was happening, to the jokes, just enjoying that time. But, um, yeah, so we had no devices. And he came out and he went straight to the point and said, hey, guys, I'm okay. Still working on getting my hearing back, but all good. And then that was pretty much it in regards to Will Smith. And again, I respect that because what else do you have to say? Like, yeah, the guy slapped you. Like, what are you going to talk about it for hours? And, you know, we're so consumed in drama that everybody wants to hear about that. But again, what the heck is he going to say? So that was some of, even some of the things he talked about were like, like, um, when you go to a store and you buy pants or like Lululemon, for example, how it's like, we're anti-racism, anti-bullying, we include everybody, we plant trees and we are all full of the colors of the rainbow. And we just want you to know we support everybody when you buy from us. But he was just like, man, I'm just trying to buy a pair of pants. Like, I really don't care. I just want to buy some pants. And it was kind of hilarious to hear that standpoint because it's like, yeah, Sometimes you have to wonder, are companies just doing it so that they look good or are they doing it because they truly believe in it? But at the end of the day, yeah, like you're going to buy some pants and not everybody's interested in that. Like at the salon, every single product you buy from AG, money goes towards schools that they build in Africa. Uh, but, you know, I don't talk about it all the time. It's one of the reasons why I chose them. But again, I haven't seen these schools. I haven't researched the schools. I just know a dollar or two of every bottle sold goes to those um, schools. But again, sometimes people push and push and push those things out there just to look good. But does it really matter? And you just want to buy a pair of pants. So he was just making this joke about how like people may have bought the $20 pants that were racist to save the money and just watch where they wear them because they don't want to buy $120 yoga pants. So that was kind of funny. And I'm sure if you heard it from his voice, you would have laughed a little bit harder. Um, and then he talked about something. So, okay, again, let me just say that I kind of like his views on um, he's just kind of like politically incorrect. I find myself to be a little politically incorrect too sometimes because he said like, everybody's always in this state of offense. And it's so true. Even the pastor who pastors my church, Stephen Furtick, he always says the United States of America is actually the United States of offense. So like, everybody's offended all the time. And if you're not offended, the person standing on your right or left is offended or they're offended that you're not offended. And it's just crazy because he's just like, people have nothing better to do than get offended. And there's so many things in life you could be offended by, but like, who the hell are you? Like, who cares? So he's just like, you know, if you don't understand something or if it's to do with like, even when he brought back to racial views, like we don't know, can you say black woman? Do you say woman of color? Do you say a person of color because you can't say woman because you don't know what they identify as? Like there's a lot for us to keep up with and we're all on this learning curve, but 
What should actually matter is just that we're being loving and accepting. And if we don't understand terms or how to say things, not everybody has to get so offended right away. You could use those as teachable moments. Like if you say something and instead of taking it as offense, you know, the other person can say, well, hey, what were you trying to say when you said that? Or what do you mean by that? Or when you said uh, X, Y, Z to me, what were you really trying to say? Like, let me, let me show you how that impacted me. Or maybe I can learn that I don't need to be impacted by that. Like, not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to know how to work around you. But working together is usually the end goal. So I liked how he spoke about that too. It's just like, you know, we don't all have to be so crazy and offended by every single thing. Like if somebody is uncomfortable with something, like, okay, that's their choice and let them be. And if you're uncomfortable with something, ask yourself why. Like, what is it that's bothering me so much that I have to make such a big deal out of this? Like, just like, let's keep it moving. Because, you know, every day is not promised. I think COVID taught us that. And uh, if we're going to make such a big deal over small little things and in the big scheme of life, like we're just all little droplets, then should we really put our time into that? Like, what are you putting your time into? Are you putting your time into negativity and drama and offense and how to tiptoe around everything? Or are you just being yourself, a loving human being that's existing, that's in life, and you're just doing your best every day? So I really like that part. Um, he really talked about his family. There was one part that I loved, and um, I told my friend I would shout her out. And I told her husband I would tell her that uh, he's a gracious husband because uh, he was saying being single for four years, you don't realize how much a woman does until you wake up and your pillowcase is dirty and full of crust. Uh, I don't know what kind of crust he was talking about, but uh, it was really nice to hear that, especially like sometimes women do so many things in a household and I'm sure men too, and they feel like it goes unnoticed. So for something as small as a clean pillowcase, um, that seemed pretty funny, but it's pretty significant because how does a clean pillowcase show up from the fairy? No, somebody washes it and puts it there. So anyways, I just like the overall question comes is when is comedy like, is, does it go too far? Because I found Overall, he was pretty cool. He kept things good, but sometimes comedy goes a little too far. Like the opening act, it was funny, but I feel like sometimes he went a little too far. Like he was picking people out from the audience. And, you know, if it was an Asian guy, he's just like, oh, that's like an interesting name because you're Asian, because he was expecting it to sound more air quote Asian, um, or like, wow, you're a farmer. Oh, that's an interesting job for an Asian. And I'm just like, uh, on one hand, it's like you came to a comedy show, you know, this may happen. But on the other hand, it's like, does it ever go too far? Is, is poking at people and making fun of other people going too far? Um, you know, the race car jokes, is that too far? Or, you know, um, picking on fat people. That's one that the, I, I hear a lot of jokes about. Like if somebody is overweight, does that 
is that a reason to create a joke about it? Like, I, I don't know. When do you think it goes too far? Or should we just all accept again and not be offended that we're going to a comedy show? They're going to make some jokes. Don't take it personal. This is their job. They just really want somebody to laugh. So I just had that question come up after the show. I'm just like, when does comedy go too far? Um, just an interesting thing to think about. You know, it's not going to save the world, but just a, something that came to my mind. Anyways, I'd love to hear who your favorite comedians are because now I'm on this comedian tip. Again, I love Kevin Hart. I feel like he's great because he just makes fun of his own life. And it's like, if you want to be offended, he makes fun of his life. Sure, but it's his life and he's making fun of it. And he, that's how he finds comic relief to make himself feel better or makes money. Who knows? But uh, drop us a line um, on Instagram or just like shout out. I just, I'm, I'm interested to see who the comedians are. I'd love to explore and see who else. But again, I'm a Kevin Hart girl, so that's my style. But you know what? Chris Rock, he was pretty good. Anyways, enjoy the rest of your Monday. Um, good chat. And we will see you next week on Elevate the Podcast. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. If you've taken anything away from this episode, it's to live with love, forgive, give yourself grace, and know that we're all in this together. To get more feel-good stuff like this, subscribe to our newsletter at www.elevatebeautylofts.com and follow us on Instagram at Elevate Beauty Lofts and leave a review. But most of all, share this episode with somebody. You never know who needs it. See you next time.